Welcome to the Multiply Your Success podcast, where each week we help growth-minded entrepreneurs and franchise leaders take the next step in their expansion journey. I'm your host, Tom Dufour, CEO of Big Sky Franchise Team. And as we open today, I'm wondering if you have clarity on what your passion is, what your purpose is, and the legacy you want to leave. And have you balanced your time to be contributing to each of these areas? Well, our guest today is Pavel Stuklik, and he shares with us how he has transformed himself and lessons learned to discover his true passion, purpose, and legacy. Now, with a diverse history in cycling, entrepreneurship, and coaching under Wim Hof, Pavel is a self-realization expert and father of two. He's launched and exited brands like Orange Theory Fitness across seven locations. His pursuits include the NOAA Movement, a podcast, global biohacking retreats, immersive workshops, and DJ tours, all focused on sharing love and transformation worldwide. Through his movement, hashtag Noah Movement, he aims to reconnect people with their core selves and others. He devised the BDM method, amalgamating global tools and wisdom. So let's go ahead and jump right into my interview with Pavel. Super happy and grateful to be here. My name is Pavel Stuchlik, and I'm from the Noah Aeon brand. Well, thank you so much for being here. And as we are going to get our conversation started, one of the things I was hoping to talk through with you is the Me, We, Be model. I love the name. It's easy to remember and catchy. So I'd love to learn a little bit about what it is and how it works. Yes. So I'll give you a quick story, kind of how I came about this. So since young age, I've been always avid seeker of truth. I've always been looking for, you know, what is life? What is balance? What is the true meaning of life? What is love in in a true meaning of not the meaning that we see on the TVs and 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 you know radio shows? And basically, my whole life, you know, I was having these up and downs. I was living, you know, the highs, the lows, the good days, the bad days. And I was like, there must be another way to this. Like, why do we have to, you know, always know that when we have a good days, that there's going to be bad days coming soon? And so, which, by the way, that reflects the, the name, Noah and Aeon. And Noah means movement. Aeon is all or none. And it symbolizes duality, that we're going left and right and highs and lows. But what it really symbolizes is how we come back to harmony, center. And that is that peaceful state of being where we can choose what we're doing in life. And that choice comes through acknowledging what levels do we actually operate on. And so after about 15 years of traveling and learning from all of these gurus and teachers and and mystics and and beyond, I basically found a simple method that can help you understand what part of this journey through self-transformation you're on. Now, when I say me, I'm talking about individual consciousness. So that is the unique expression of yourself. And that compiles your body, your mind, your emotions, and your spirit. Now, when I went on this journey, I used to be very sick every two weeks, actually. I had a chronic fatigue, Epstein-Barr. That's kind of how the journey started for me was how do I fix this temple, this physical body, or I also like to call it the hardware. Now, in this, I used to be a professional cyclist. And so it literally ended my professional cycling career because I literally could not train anymore because my body would just shut off. And uh, essentially, that's what led me into biohacking, supplements, nutrition, you know, testing and just really figuring out what is this physical body and how can we make it healed properly. 
Then I went into the mind. The mental aspect of us is so crucial because I used to think I'm not good enough and I won't be able to and all of the self-doubt and negative self-talk. And I was like, hold on, like, why am I thinking that about myself if I'm the one that's supposed to be living this life to the fullest? So what I start doing is I start rewriting all of these thoughts. And when I say mind, think of it as a software. So mind is the software, body is the hardware. And just like computer, right, we connect to the internet to be able to download new software. And for, for me in, in, this, in this round, that means the internet. So we got to go into that process of unhooking when we slow it down, we do deeply tune in to what actually is not working, which, which I will get into with the four steps of, of this journey. Now, with the mind, so I literally wrote down every negative thought I had. And then I rewrote that thought until I literally had this new software, this new image of myself that was no longer thinking that I'm this horrible person. Now, don't get me wrong. In this process, I have hurt a lot of people. I have made a lot of mistakes. And that's really what led me to, to be in so much pain that I had to figure out a difference. And that kind of led me to emotions. So emotional body is actually so important because that's what makes this life living expression feel real. So if our emotions are, you know, jealousy and guilt and, and shame constantly, it's very toxic to the mind and to the body. And essentially what I had to do is I had to face all my traumas. I had to face the negative relationships that I had, the pain that I've caused before I could actually unbuckle and open up these emotions. So now I can feel happy and joyous and loved because of the natural state of, of healing. Now, the fourth one is your spirit. And so I actually spent a month with the psychics in Brazil. And it was one of the many different crazy, discomfortable things that I put myself through. And, you know, the reason why was, again, the search. So if there is a spirit, if there is a soul, if there is something that we maybe don't even understand properly, show me the way. And so it led me to this village where I learned from them that we've got five physical senses and four psychic senses or spiritual gifts. Now, there is a higher aspect of us, which is, you know, that limitless information that we're receiving on everyday basis. But maybe we're not so tuned into it. Maybe we don't listen to it enough and we don't understand how to. And then there is the limited part of us, which is the egoic mind, which there is nothing wrong with it. But again, you got to make the mind work for you rather than against you. Now, these four senses are very simple. So it's your inner hearing, which is the little whispers that everybody has. You know, it's the whispers that are telling you at 10 p.m., stop watching Netflix or start working out, maybe quit alcohol. You know, it's the little whispers that have your, your back all the time, but we don't always listen to that. So how do we strengthen this? We simply tune in. We say, thank you. I heard that. And then what are you going to do about that? Because that's even more so important. Now, I went in there as a non-believer. I went in there with an open mind, as, as always. I go into everything with, okay, I'm not going to judge this just yet until I have the experience. But then I start listening to this voice and it literally became louder and louder where it almost overpowered that noisy monkey brain, the egoic voice. This is real. So that to me was amazing. So that's the inner hearing. Then there is this inner seeing, which is this could be lucid dreaming. This could be visions. For the entrepreneurs, I always like the example. I mean, if you know a plan, you know, six to 12 months from now, it's a startup or something that you're building a business plan to, 
where is this coming from? I mean, you're streaming it from this limitless source in combination with the mind to be able to logically put it in motion. But that is a vision. All my visionaries are using this. Then we've got the inner feeling. And these are the empaths of the world, people that can just feel energy in their body. And it can be as simple as you go into a room, there was a massive fight and something doesn't feel right. Or you had a bad feeling about this new hire, this new project, but you maybe still were doing it. So same thing with all of them. Thank you, I felt that. Or thank you, I saw that. And then what you're going to do about that? And the fourth one is your inner knowing. Some people call it the intuition. What it is, it's you know that this is the right direction. You knew that it was a, that you shouldn't have gone to the party. You knew that that person was, you know, maybe stealing money from you. It was inner knowing. And the way you discern that is when you think, you don't know. When you know, you don't think. So it's as simple as that, but yet it can be very hard at the beginning. This is why choose one or two prominent gifts follow them, strengthen them before you kind of roll out the whole part. And through meditation, through breath work, I found it really strengthens, especially at the beginning when you may be lacking trust of this, but it will work. I can promise you that and assure you with that. So that's the me, the individual consciousness. Then we've got the we, the collective consciousness. And what that is, is when I start healing myself and having a better life, so to speak, I was thinking, what about my friends, my families? What about the environment that I live in? What about the clothes that I'm wearing? And so then I use that as in a two ways. So number one is your tribe, the relationships that you have from the we, from the collective construct, and then also the environment. Now, when I'm talking about relationships, I'm talking about what are the people that you spend most time with because they're either taking you forward or bringing you backward. And you've got to recalibrate this because if you want to have the, the ideal me, that self that is browsing through this life, you got to have a great tribe to support you. Then the environment. So this is really interesting because I went into a whole nother rabbit hole and it was actually activated through the EMF. So part of the environment, I'm talking about air, the air we're breathing, the food source we're eating, the paint that we're, you know, being exposed to in our house, the clothes that we're wearing. This can go on and on. Anything around the collective that's, that does have an impact on you. And so basically, you know, we built a conscious house. We've got, you know, water filters, air filters with probiotics. We've got bedding that has earthing in them. I mean, we literally created this environment so we can support that me at the ideal level. Now, then we've got the B, which is the supra collective or supra consciousness. And this is when it gets really far out there. This is the universal talk. You know, if we know that we got into this place or this universe was created 13.5 billion years ago, how did we get here? You know, we're, we're part of this micro and macro cosm that essentially every choice still has an impact on each level. But obviously at the me level, it's the micro where we can affect it in our immediate distance. Then the we level, we can affect it as well. But maybe we also need to get the tribes around us to, to support that. And that would go into, you know, what type of food sources, what type of soil we have and things like that. And then the macro, I mean, I really, or, or the supra collective, this is something that naturally you will progress into. So it's the me, we, and be. And these are the three models 
very simple, very easy that you can immediately look into where you are, do a self-assessment and how does each and every element affect you? Because when you start looking in, you really start being on this journey through self-transformation from a conscious level. Thank you for giving that overview. And as I'm listening to you describe this and talk through this for the business leader, the entrepreneur, the executive that might be tuning into this, how can they use this maybe and just helping be a better leader for their organization, maybe make better decisions? How do you see all of that work together? Yeah, so so it's funny. That's exactly the integrated approach I had to take in my life. You know, it wasn't until I went to spend 10 days in darkness with no food, no light in Thailand, where essentially what happened was I went in there as a burnout entrepreneur. I was opening all of these Orange Theory fitness locations all around the country with massive success and technically, you know, would checklist every single box when it comes to the American dream. But yet I was so unhappy. I still had this like inner calling, like, what are you doing? Does this really matter? And so when I went in there, I had a major realization. So it was about day seven when I just lost everything. I just start crying. I I move into this complete state of bliss and peace for the first time in my life. Now, in that peace and bliss, I've re-identified who I am. What do I actually want from life and how do I integrate it with the means? So I call it the passion, purpose, and legacy. Now, without you know, continue living your passion. If you continue just being in the business and everything erupts around the business, then you're going to be so heavy spending all the time on that, but you will have no life as a person or your relationships will be hurt. In this configuration, basically, I found this triangle. You know, there is the yourself, how you spend time with yourself. There is the relationships, how you spend time with your most immediate relationships. And then you've got the career or the the life mission or business. And Essentially, we got to find balance in all of them if we want to experience this harmony, because as probably many of you know, for me, it was the same. When I was this entrepreneur, just going from opening studio to studio, I got divorced after my, my marriage failed. I had no friendships and I you know, wasn't happy. So in that dark room, I re-identify what is my passion, which is music. So I actually learned how to create and produce music and become DJ. I did it through the frequencies. So I used Solfeggio frequencies on a modern beat. And that's kind of how I anchored that time with myself. So that way I can be creative and I can keep on bringing new sources into the business. My purpose is workshops, retreats, speaking engagements. You know, this is how can we share this with more people? So that's where I found my purpose. And then legacy is the means, the businesses that we either support, invest in or build ourselves. But here's the thing. All of our businesses have to be here for the greatest good of the whole or we don't touch it. Because what I've noticed is if it's just a transaction, yes, it can be fun. Yes, you can get, you know, really excited for for making tons of money, but it will leave you back in that same, you know, bottom that you started. So passion, purpose, legacy was the way how I've integrated it and identified, you know, what are my flaws so I can be at the highest performance, no matter what business that I'm choosing to, you know, be captivating. Well, thank you for sharing that. And this is a great transition point here, Pavel, where we ask every guest the same four questions before they go. And the first question we always like to ask is, have you had a miss or two in your journey and something you learned from it? The biggest miss I've had in my life 
was right after I decided that I'm going to live in service to others, so to speak. So after the darkroom, about two or three years after, I have lost everything. So essentially, I came, I went from, you know, making millions of dollars with all of the businesses and then deciding like, okay, I, I'm done with this. This is not what, you know, pleases me anymore. But what I didn't, the mistake I had made was I went into the second extreme. You know, I went into the spiritual route and I don't care for money and, and money's evil and, and a lot of the things that a lot of people have to process. Now, what I've learned through it, you know, there's nothing wrong with money. They're, they're an energy that can be utilized in a lot of great stuff. And it obviously gives us the the power to do whatever we we want or or into a certain extent and so you know i lost everything i went from flying private jets into literally fasting for days because i had no dollars left on any account my accounts were frozen for a period of time i mean it was one of the hardest time of my life but here's the thing then i remade it when actually covid happened and now i have this new responsibility of of how do we carry and 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 understand the means to be able to make a great impact. Well, let's talk about the other side. You've shared some great examples already throughout the interview, but let's talk about a make or two, a highlight you'd like to share. I think that the main highlight is that it is possible to make tons of money with doing good. And I think I never believed that. I mean, I wanted to believe that, but honestly didn't have the self-worth to, to really integrate that. And so, you know, where I'm at now is, you know, where we we understand what the value of, you know, our brand is. And I understand what my value is when I go speak and 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 do workshops. And before, you know, I would be doing everything free and 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 I wouldn't care because I just wanted to help and it was it was amazing. But then I got tired. And so so the biggest make I had through this is the fact that now I live this harmonious life integrated on all levels of, you know, health, harmony and happiness. We call it a triple H effect. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Well, let's talk about a multiplier, something you use to multiply yourself personally, professionally. Yeah, so I think my biggest multiplier in life is honestly my relationship. So when I got divorced, I, I found the love of my life. We found each other at my lowest. I mean, this is when I literally had nothing to offer in, in any means. But yet she saw this other person in, in me, which helped me accelerate my growth to where I am, you know, today. And so I think solely the biggest multiplier in my life. The final question, Pavel, that we'd like to ask every guest is what does success mean to you? You know, success is balancing our our spiritual with our physical. So maybe you've heard this term, you know, we're spiritual beings living a physical experience. If we, you know, don't pay attention long enough to the spiritual, and I'm talking about self-development, I'm talking about, you know, true desires, passions. I'm not talking about just spiritual as as maybe the 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 stigma would would call it. I'm talking about, you know, manifestation from from your highest opportunities, but then integrating it here on the physical. And so I think that is really the key that we stay grounded while we're playing. This, this playground called Earth to the fullest. Pavel, as we bring this to a close, is there anything you were hoping to share or get across you haven't had a chance to yet? Yeah, so I think what I would love to share is maybe the four steps of this journey because I've discussed, you know, the me, we, be, but then how do we actually apply this? And also how can you today identify where are you in all of the different aspects? So 
this journey brought me a very simple, you know, method. Again, the first part is wake up, then clean up, power up, and rest up. Now, when I'm talking about waking up, this is the awakening moment. You bring data up. So maybe your company is not working. Something is not right. Maybe your employees are not the right fit at this moment. Or maybe you just feel low energy. You feel like you have to go to sleep after, after every lunch that you have. And those are the simple things, how you can apply it into the me, we, be model. And so when you wake up, let's say that you go to a doctor and you take a blood test and you're low on vitamin D and high on environmental toxins. It's as simple as this. That would be the physical wake up where essentially you have some data, something to work with. The second part is the cleanup. And this is when we got to let go of the toxins. So this is when you would detox, you would let go of negative relationships, you would let go of negative thoughts, emotions before you power up, which is the, the state of empowerment. So when you power up, if you were low on vitamin D in the first step, this is when you supplement vitamin D. This is when you bring new tribe, new people, new employees, new ideas to kind of bring you into the next phase. And now the most important part of all of these is to rest up. And I call it the process of unhooking. If we don't unhook ourselves at least once a day, once a week, several times per month and a longer period per year, we simply are continuously living this life in our brain that we don't have time to reevaluate, reassess. So the rest up is a time when you reassess how are you doing on all the levels? What can you do better? What can you improve? And to give you a quick example, so in the morning, every day, one to two hours, I unhook. I don't look at the cell phone. That's the most crucial part. You don't look at the cell phone as soon as you wake up. You go into either meditation, workout, maybe it's a morning ritual that you've already you know, done. Then you have a time with yourself to identify how do I want my day to be? You can even visualize and imagine you know, who are you meeting? What are the outcomes that you want to feel? Once a week, I take one full day off, which is completely off of digital detox, uh, physical detox. And hopefully part of the time is also on your own where you're completely by yourself. So you can hear what actually who you are, who you want to be. Then once a month, it's three to four days, which I'll give you an example. If you go on a vacation and Let's say that the first three days, it's really hard for you to just tune in. You know, you, you still have the incline to be on your phone. You don't know what to do with yourself, you know, busy entrepreneur mindset. And essentially, it takes about three days to completely unhook. Now, let's say that you have the last two days of your vacation and you're kind of like, oh my gosh, I don't want to go back into the heat. I like, I'm just finally relaxed. So this is why I take at least four days per month completely off everything and everyone. And then once a year, I take 10 to 15 days, which for me, it's the dark room. So I spend 10 days in darkness every year with no food. And this is when I can realign completely. What did I do well last year? What are the improvements? What do I want to manifest this year? And so that way, there's no more guesswork. You know, situations don't just happen to us. They happen off of a cause and effect of thoughts, ideas, and visions that we had that we continue repeating until we cut that off, basically. <laughs> and so in those moments, this is when, when we have that opportunity. Pavel, how can someone find out a little bit more about what you're doing? Where can they go to find out and connect with you? Yeah, so it's uh, noaaon.com, N-O-A-A-O-N.com. And then it's Noah Aon Official on any social media. 
You can find, you know, digital courses. We have an on-demand library, which we'll add to the description. We always give free library to listeners that want to, you know, test any of our stuff, as well as we do uh, retreats, workshops, and lectures literally 150 days out of the year all around the world. Finally, we do bring these conscious products to the awareness. So if you were interested in more of the EMF side or we're building a whole a library for meditational upgrades, then essentially everything I'm talking about, it, it reflects on our site. Pavel, thank you so much for a fantastic interview. And let's go ahead and jump into today's three key takeaways. So takeaway number one is when Pavel talked about finding your passion, your purpose, and what legacy you'd like to leave behind. And he shared how you need to make sure you're finding the balance between each of these and how they interweave together. Takeaway number two is when he talked about the four steps of the journey. And those four steps were to wake up, clean up, power up, and rest up. Takeaway number three is when he gave us his definition of success, where he said, success is balancing our spiritual with our physical, finding a balance between there. And now it's time for today's win-win. So today's win-win is something that's near and dear to my heart and something that I've been speaking a lot about lately and really the core of how I've tried to run my business and other companies I've been involved with. And the win-win is when Pavel said, it is possible to make money and do good. And for me and my world that I live in, it's something I've always thought of. And I say it a little differently than how Pavel did. I've always said that and thought in my mind that you can do business the right way and still make a profit. So you can do business the right way and still make a profit. And that just always resonates with my core because it's going to be a win for all your stakeholders, customers, employees, community, all of the people that are connected to your company. And it's going to be great for you as well. And so that's the episode today, folks. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast and give us a review. And remember, if you or anyone you know might be ready to franchise your business, please connect with us at BigSkyFranchiseTeam.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to having you back next week.